Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And the demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, relationship advice. Sounds fake, but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod. Mariachi. I've already done that, I'm pretty sure. You could have just said, my cat is trying to get into the garbage. It's true. My cat is trying to get into the garbage. I don't know why. All day she's not wanted to be in the room with me because Dean is working from home today. So she's been hanging out with Dean. As soon as I closed the door to record, she became very interested in being in this room. And causing she a wants ruckus. the fame and fortune. She wants something. And that something is to be put out on the street. <laughs> okay. Um, do we have any housekeeping? We we recently hit 6,000 followers on Twitter. I, I happened to notice that. We did, but then it went back down and now it's back up again. Oh, I was so. going to say, like, usually over the course of, like, 12 hours, we'll gain at least one. So I thought it was odd that we were still at exactly 6,000. Is that because someone unfollowed and then someone refollowed? Well, we're at 6,001 now. But I noticed, oh, like, are. a couple days ago we were at 6,000. But then I noticed we? that we weren't. But now we are again. So Okay. Cool. There's a cat on my desk looking mischievous. Cool. Um, anything else? I think that's it. Uh, I'm glad people seemed to enjoy last week's hellhole episode. Um, relax, guys. Yeah, we just got no, ma'am. Oh, oh, my God, she's getting kicked out right now. She just took a pushpin out of my wall with her teeth and then fell into her mouth, and there was a pushpin in her mouth. Oh my god. How much of your mic just picked that up? All of it. Good. Because I need the people to know. I'm sure it was very loud. I like screamed right into my mic, but... Oh, pushpin in the cat's mouth. Wow. She literally picked out a pushpin with her mouth perfectly and was holding it. And in me trying to get it out, it like fell in deeper. She's fine. Nothing happened. She's just a piece of shit. Anyway, uh, it's our birthday soon. Oh, that's not what we were talking about, but that is true. Um, exciting things to come for our Indeed. birthday. And also people seemed to enjoy the relaxed cast, even though they oh, said yes. it wasn't very relaxing. Someone, we got a DM today on Twitter of someone saying that they found it very relaxing. That's good. Mixed reviews. <laughs> Mixed, Mixed reviews. reviews. They said the voices and atmosphere felt very nice. It was chill and low energy fun and they said it was a good idea of something to do when you can't do anything or something else and i was like thank you we're geniuses basically um but no you're right our birthday is coming up we're gonna be a four years old four years old on the 31st 31st yeah. a sunday i don't know it is a saturday anyway exciting things to come for our birthday yes cool Kayla, what are we talking about this week? Uh, this week, we're diving back into Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time to give 
to give some advice. Yeah. yeah. Not for not to see if people are assholes. Though I do want to do that again at some point. I found that very fun. But. I mean, I picked out some ones, and I feel like there are a couple people that like uh, there are may assholes? Be assholes involved. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I mean, there's always always an asshole. Somewhere. There's always an asshole somewhere. Yeah. I'm always saying that. Um, do you want me to just just dive in, just start? Um, so what Reddit did you get these from? They are from relationship underscore advice on Reddit. Uh, and I'm pretty sure this episode idea came from Barefoot Backpacker. Uh, it came from someone in our Discord. I'm pretty sure it was Barefoot Backpacker. In the cord. I have six of them pulled up. Mm-hmm. I think they all relate to the A-spec either kind of directly or a little bit more tangentially mm-hmm. i don't know which to do first so i would like you to give me a number between one and six. Ooh, uh four four that's actually the one that i'm currently sitting on okay so you shouldn't sit this... on it it's probably not very comfortable <laughs> okay <laughs> okay this one says and we will link all of these again i won't close them this time <laughs> Um, this one says, okay, so I, 31 male, I'm questioning my engagement after learning about my fiance, 28 females, past relationships. Okay. I recently learned that my fiance was not entirely honest about her past, quote, relationships. I overheard her talking with a friend on video chat, and it turns out my fiance slept with at least 50 or 60 guys before me, and at least half of those were one night stands. The rest were all flings or friends with benefits or something like that. She is now 28, and I am her first and only serious relationship. The relationship is pretty good. The number of partners is not exactly what's bothering me. I would estimate that I've been with about 25 to 30 women, and I've but I've only ever had two one-night stands. She waited until our 10th date before we had sex. What is bothering me is that she gave herself away so easily to so many guys, and I am literally the first guy who had to work for it. In the beginning, I got the impression that this was a standard policy for her, that she made every guy put in a lot of work to be with her, and it made me feel really special. I would say we have a good relationship. She tells me how great I am, and I've never felt disrespected, but now I'm feeling like the special connection I thought we had never existed. We met on a dating app, and she said that she felt this instant connection between us. Our message and conversation flowed effortlessly, and she wanted us to have something special and unique. How do I come to terms with this situation? What we have just doesn't feel as special anymore now that I know she slept with other mans with other men so easily, but only made me work harder. Sent from my iPad. Shouldn't that make you feel more special? I this blows my mind. Every everyone in their replies is like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I I I like that this person like gives the disclaimer like it's not the number of partners, it's just the number of partners. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it clearly is the number of partners. What I'm not understanding, because it seems to me if she's had like a ton of hookups and one night stands, but it seems like, because he's her only like serious long-term relationship she's had, Mm -hmm. that he is very special and she made him, quote, work for it because she knew it was special and didn't want it to be a hookup like everything else. Exactly. To me, it seems even more special at that point. Also, like, at this point, you're engaged. Like, obviously what you have is very special. I'm assuming she's never been engaged before. I mean, this is her first long-term, like, first and only serious relationship. She's, I highly doubt she's been engaged before. Yeah, I, like, it, it seems like it clearly is the number that's bothering him, and he's just trying to, like, make it seem like it's not. 
because right. the, the reasons he's saying that he's upset, it don't logically make sense. Because to me, he should feel even more special. Exactly. Because it makes sense to me if she felt like a genuine emotional connection with him and was like, oh, I don't want to fuck this up. Or like, I don't want him to be a casual hookup like I've had before. Like, it seems like I actually want to like date this guy and see him more than one time. Right. You know, not that there's anything wrong with either option, either hooking up or having a long-term thing. It just like, if this is her first of that, how is that not special if she's literally never done it before? Well, it seems to me like this guy dated around a lot. And so he had sex with women that he was like dating, but Mm -hmm. he didn't view them as like one night stands. And for some reason, that's different for him than what she did, which is like, is it really that different? And this 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 comment from Sleepy Flower says, your phrasing, quote, give herself away so easily, unquote, is a bit toxic. Yeah. She's, a, she's a human being, not a product. She made choices for herself and they had nothing to do with you. Do you also get upset when you find out other people ate your favorite kind of cereal? You're looking <laughs> too deep into something that isn't even there. She chose to be with you long term and is with you now. That's all that should matter. Yeah, the the wording of like, made me work for it i don't yeah. love that either i yes like that is there are other ways to say that that are not yeah this one from this comment from tarantalia goes i'm questioning your engagement tr- too truly think she should run <laughs> i mean <laughs> like this person's like shouldn't you happy that shouldn't you be happy that she's treating you differently like she didn't go out with you with the intention of a one night stand hence she didn't sleep with you right away that's a good thing she saw a long-term potential like yeah. you're engaged like and you're mad that you had to wait 10 whole days before getting laid what the fuck kind of starting to wonder what even made you propose since it now seems like you only care about sex your whole post points out red flags about you not her that is very true it seems like his the the whole revolving around like feeling special but she's had sex with this many people does make it seem like he values the sex in their relationship like mm-hmm. a lot yeah. When it's obviously the emotional connection that makes their relationship different and special from what she has had before. Yeah. This this comment from Deskbook Candle says, Today I learned that getting to know your future life partner and treating them nicely is work. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just, like, if if anyone were to be, like, upset, like... I don't know. To me, like, if she has that much experience with, like, other guys and chose him, I did everything points to him being the one special person. Well, yes. But (laughs) him being the one special person to her, if she's had sex with, like, 50 guys, she had the choice of any of them and chose him. And let me tell you, if if she's had sex with 50 or 60 guys... The odds that her fiance is the best fuck out of all of them are honestly not not good. No. Not good. Absolutely not. And so she's clearly like staying with him for a lot of reason. Like obviously like if she had sex with a lot of other people, like there's a reason she didn't stick around with them. And there's a reason that she is sticking around with him. Right. Whereas he's just like, "Mm." because good sex does not equal like a good yeah marriage which is what i'm assuming they would like to have yeah this this guy is an asshole i know 
I told you they were it's clearly the number. It's clearly the number that he's upset about, whether he wants to admit that to himself or others. Yeah, the top comment from Not So Desperate says, Men are strange. Like, women can fuck whoever they want and reserve the right to change their policies at any time. Maybe she was ready to get serious and settle down. She didn't give anything away. She fucked. That is correct. Yeah, it really... I just... This one should be in r slash am I the asshole. Am I the asshole? They put this in the wrong subreddit. Yeah, you are the asshole. Because he is the asshole. Oh my god. Wow, yeah, what a that? piece of shit. Yeah, I know. It's truly wild. Okay, give me another number between one and five, six. Uh, two. Two. Okay. Mm, this one is interesting. This one is the one that's, like, I think least directly connected to, like, sex or... Well, okay, we'll see. Let me Let me just read it. Okay. The title is, Boyfriend, 25... Weight gain turning me off, female 24. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hi, a bit of backstory. When I first started my boyfriend, he was not—he was thin, but not physically fit or toned. I didn't mind that and was very attracted to him. We have now been dating for 3.5 years, and he has slowly gained weight since. He now visibly shows signs of being out of shape, and his clothes don't fit the same. I dropped subtle hints to go to the gym and eat better, but they were missed. I sat him down over a year ago and told him I would like him to make more effort to look better for me. I encouraged team efforts to lessen the blow. This resulted in a full-on argument as he accused me of calling him a slob. Unfortunately, the fact of the matter is that he has turned into a slob. Conversations like this have persisted and he says he'll eat better slash work out, but then stops after one day. I stopped badgering him about it because he went through a hard time at Christmas 2020. Since then, he has been better, so I brought up the topic again, which resulted in another argument and he reminded me that his weight has nothing to do with me. I thought this was wrong as I think physical appearances matter and maintaining them maintains interest, especially in a 3.5 year relationship. I work out three times a week as I like to look good for myself and my boyfriend. My boyfriend is really sensitive to comments about his weight. I'm no longer sexually attracted to him, but I think his lack of effort is what's annoying me the most. I used to be like him, sensitive about being overweight and out of shape, but I realized pouting about it achieves nothing, only hard work can fix it. I was out recently and saw a random guy with his top off and he was in great shape. I'm ashamed to say I've been fantasizing about him instead of my boyfriend. I love my boyfriend a lot and want to be with him, but I'm not physically attracted to him. I have tried to tiptoe around the topic and I have been forthright. I'm tired of it and his complaints about being fat, then doing nothing about it. What else can I say when he's already highly sensitive to the topic and thinks I am a nag? It's, it's, it's really interesting looking at the comments. Basically, like the, the, let me just read you the top comment. It says, you're allowed to be turned off by his weight. He's allowed to not change anything about it. If he doesn't care about his weight or not enough to change something, then I don't know if you can convince him to work out. You can still try, though, and tell him how it's affecting the relationship. Maybe this will be a wake-up call. But if he doesn't want to, you can't force him, and then you have to decide if he's enough the way he is or if you'd rather break up. I'm sorry, this is no easy situation. (sighs) And a lot of the people in the comments are saying, like, you know... Like, like this person says, like, you're absolutely allowed to need physical attraction in your relationship, like the majority of people do. But, I don't know, I feel like if you really loved this person that much, like, sure, maybe he looked better when he was younger, but, like, is that a reason to break up with him? That seems a, a little, like, extreme to me. 
I mean, I think it depends on, like, how much sex matters to you in a relationship. Because I do, like, I do understand that, like, physical attraction does factor into sexual attraction. Like, that is how it works for a lot of people. And if she is not as physically attracted to him, if he's, quote, overweight, that's not something that she can control. But also, like, you can't just tell someone that, you that they're fat and that like you hate it i also just like i hate the mindset and i know some people are like this but like this person is the mindset that like i like to look good for myself and my boyfriend quote i would like him to make more effort to look better for me unquote i just like i don't think that's what the point should ever be of a relationship and like I don't know. I like to think that, like, I'm a little more objective on this than the average person because I am Arrow Ace and, like, I just, I'm kind of separate from this. But at the same time, I feel like there's some of it that I just, like, don't fully understand. And so, like, I don't know. It's hard. I get it to a certain extent because sometimes, like, if, like, me and Dean are, like, going out, I will want to, like, dress up both for me because I don't get that many opportunities to, like, go out. But also just to be like, oh, we're going out. I want to, like, look nice for this, like, thing we're doing. Mm -hmm. So, like, I get it to a certain extent. But to me, I feel like the bigger concern should be, like, if you think that he is, like, eating badly or, like, being a slob or whatever, then if it was a concern about his health, like, Mm -hmm. you're not eating healthy and you're not, like, moving ever, then, like... Or or you're quote slobbery is a result of like a a decrease in mental health like that's another right issue like that i can understand of like hey i want you to like eat better and exercise for your like physical and mental health not necessarily because like oh i think you look bad or like i think you need to lose weight or whatever dean yells at me all the time about my health habits about like me working out and eating better not because he doesn't like how i look but because i am um truly a very unhealthy person and that's one thing but like yeah I I feel like the top comment has like part of it is pretty valid and like you're allowed to be less attracted to him but also he's allowed to like not give a shit yeah I don't know it's it's just really hard for me because like all these people like they're not wrong in saying that like sexual attraction matters to some people but the 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 arrowways part of me looks of, looks at that and I'm like I I cannot believe that it would matter so much that it would be worth breaking up over something like this like I can't quite wrap my head around it yeah um and maybe that's the arrowways in me maybe it's this person being superficial I don't know but I don't know I don't know yeah I mean I think it's it's hard because I do think that is probably, like, part of the A-spec person in you not understanding or, like, fully sympathizing with, I guess, when sex is a bigger part of relationships. And, like, I have a hard time with that, too, because I don't find sex to be, like, the most important part in my relationships. But it's hard because, especially when she's saying, like, he's insecure about talking about this kind of thing. Like you keep you bothering him about it and not being supportive. Like it's not going to help anyone. Like that's going to make him feel worse. If he's like already not feeling great about the subject. Like, 
Yeah. Like, on one hand, she's right in saying, quote, I realized pouting about it achieves nothing, only hard work can fix it, unquote. Like, that is objectively right. I don't think that's what he needs to hear right now. Well, no, that's like telling someone, like, oh, you can just, like, choose to be happy. Like, you can't just choose to not be upset about something, you know? Like, yeah, it's not that easy. Like, it's not that easy to, like, find motivation to work out or be healthy or whatever. Like, <laughs> it's it's like a hard thing to get yourself to do, especially if you're not in a mentally great place or something. The only thing that's gotten me to work out more recently is the um validation from papa tim cook telling me that i've done a good job on my apple watch the so. only thing that has ever given me full motivation to work out was in sophomore year of college i did a tough mutter event with my then boyfriend and his family and i was so worried about like being embarrassed in front of his family about like doing a bad job because they did it like every year that i went to the gym like three times a week to avoid embarrassment Embarrassment is the only, and social pressure of that kind is the only thing that has ever made me consistently be healthy. I'm just like, I want to earn a meaningless little award from my Apple Watch. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to not be murdered in public. Incredible. That one's tough. I also like, as someone who like has the privilege of a person who is like, average sized i guess like that's also just like hard to speak to you know yeah you know what's really fucking stupid not average size like societally accepted size i guess yeah you know what's really fucking stupid (sighs) one of our friends recently was talking about how they made the mistake of looking up what their bmi was and like comparing it to what the supposed standard is never and they were They were like, oh, it says I'm overweight. And I was like, what the fuck? If you're overweight, I'm overweight. And I checked and it does say I'm overweight. I remember me and Dean got into an argument when, so when vaccines started getting more public in Louisiana, at first it was like, if you have XYZ health issue, you can get one. And if you were overweight, that was part of it. And he, because of his BMI, was technically overweight. But I was like Mm. getting mad at him for like, getting a vaccine when it like wasn't his time yet mm. um and we had this whole argument of him being like well technically i am overweight and i was like well look at you you're not bmi like the actual body mass index itself there isn't necessarily a problem with but when you start putting it into categories of like this is normal this is overweight this is whatever and like those categories are based on like you know old fucking racist like shit then it's it doesn't it's absurd it's absurd anyway that's all yeah okay uh number one through six uh six six okay this one's pretty short it says how do i 24 male uh come to peace with being forever alone How can one come to peace with never actually having a significant other? For most of my life, I kind of felt entitled to having a significant other of mine or even potentially a family. However, after realizing that I just don't have what it takes to actually attract and interest people in romantic terms, I just completely gave up on the idea. This is an incel. (laughs) And now I will just focus on making the world and society a better place for all of us. But it's still really tough to know that... A significant other or a family is something that you will never have. Any advice would be highly 
really highly appreciated. Um, first of all, all of the comments, all of the comments are like, you're 24. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, (laughs) this is, this sounds like a textbook, like logic of an incel, even down to saying, I'm going to focus on making the world a better place while a nice sentiment, I feel like is, it just feels like very self-serving and feels like something an incel would say. Am I wrong? it feels like an incel who, like, thinks that they have come to peace, like, come yes. to terms. But, but like, actually have not. Right. Yeah, them being like, oh, I thought for a while I was entitled to this, but now right. I know I don't. Like, li- no, you do. Now I know I don't have what it takes to actually attract and interest people. How do you fucking know that? You're 24. <sighs> um, this is absolutely an incel, for sure. Yeah, it just, it, like, blows my, well, cause it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, too. Like, if you're like, oh, I'll never yeah. find someone, then of course I'll never find someone. Well, yeah, if you're gonna yeah. say, like, I don't have what it takes to attract people, so I'm gonna stop trying, well, like, yeah, mm-hmm. then you're not gonna attract people if you're, you know. Yeah. This person commented, say, oftentimes we look for qualities in other people to complete us because we lack strength in those areas. Rather than find someone who completes you, look for someone who complements you. Mm-hmm. That's a good I think that's a good way to think of a relationship because, like, my whole, like, other half, you complete me. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, I I just don't, like, espe- like, at any age, but especially when you're 24, there are people who don't, like, get married or, like, start dating or whatever until they're, like, much older than 24. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like you're, like, like, you're 20, you're, like, you're, like, a quarter of the way from your through your life like it's not like it's over you know like we're we're roughly the same age as this person i am a baby i'm a child okay there's so much so many ahead so many (laughs) this commenter bumblebee queer says you could stop being such a fucking martyr for one thing (laughs) sorry Mm. to be harsh but this woe is me attitude is not getting you anywhere and it's probably what's driving people away that's i mean it's like the um like the classic, like, pick me boy of, like, oh, mm. well, you probably don't like me, and, like, I'm just a nice guy, and, like, oh, girls that, you know, whatever. It's, like, that whole thing of, like, yeah, well, no one's gonna like you if you have that attitude about it. Or, like, this person says, why do you feel like you don't have what it takes? Speaking frankly, there are many subpar people who are in relationships. <laughs> and that's, and that's fair. That's fair. Uh, not and that's not even just like a like oh like some people who are less attractive. It's like no, there are some real assholes. <laughs> I feel um, like it always is the assholes too. I oh, feel yeah. like in high school it was always people that were like not great in mm-hmm. whatever fashion that would yeah. date, and they would be dating other people that were not great. Like they, right. you find each other, you know. Yeah. Well, an OP responds to this. They're like, not up to physical standards of beauty and personality. I mean, I have tons of hobbies and quite a decent physique. However, I don't believe that it's really enough. What the fuck? And then this person comments, Ugly people find ugly people all the time. If that's his worry. (laughs) There's someone else that's also ugly, too. Maybe. You know? (laughs) If that's your worry. Maybe you're trying to punch above your weight. Uh, nice guy forever not. OP. <laughs> um, 
Also, this one commenter goes, good Christ, that attitude is why you'll be alone. You sound pitiful and it's not attractive. Work on yourself and just learn to be happy as you are and the rest will follow suit. And OP responds, dude, I literally said I'm not looking for pity or advice on finding an SO. I mentioned clearly that all I'm looking for is on advice on how to be peaceful on my own, which is like fair, but the, the they clearly just you're not like, yeah, it's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're, you're talking about it in a way that's like pitying you know like like yeah i don't know all you could have said is you know i'm having trouble with the fact that i might that like i'm single or that you know whatever or just like like, the fear of being alone like lots of people have the fear of being alone forever without making it sound like that bad like the the worry of being alone forever is something i very much so understand like i think yeah. A-spec people and aloe people alike have that worry for different reasons. Yeah. And, like, I, finding peace with that is a real thing that I think is good to do, but, like, this person doesn't seem um, quite ready or there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this one person's, like, there's a big difference between I can be okay on my own and I'll never find love. And it's like, yes. yeah. And the OP is like, I completely agree. But how can I become okay on my own, though? And it's like, well, maybe that's what you should have answered. What what you should have asked to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, I, to, like, I don't, I don't personally know how you become okay on your own. Because it's something that I have avoided for mm, my entire <laughs> life. But. <laughs> so, I mean, I, like, I fully grant that that is very difficult. I just feel like I don't trust that this man genuinely, I don't is, know. Is, is is being genuine in there. I yeah. feel like we're, there's people that are going to respond to this part of the podcast and be like, you're being too mean, blah, blah, blah. But like, and maybe, but. I don't know. It's just, I think, like, I appreciate that they're like, you know, trying to come to terms with the fact that like you don't have to do exactly what society tells you but it feels like the reason that they're coming to terms with this is because they feel like they have to because they're like oh i'm not good enough no one will ever love me and it's like i also i think the problem for me is i don't inherently trust that they are trying to become okay with that it just feels like they're here for pity no matter like whether they say they don't want pity or not i just don't um trust them (laughs) Yeah, and their their at is nice guy forever not. So that concerns So me. there's just like a lot of red flags here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't <sighs> trust it, that's all. Yeah, I don't trust it either. Uh, give me another number, one through six. Uh, have we done one? Nope. Okay, this one is titled, Should I tell the in-laws about my wife's fertility lie? Me and my wife are early 30s, have been married for just over a year. Yup, COVID screwed our wedding and honeymoon plans. After discussing our future and ages, we stopped using birth control shortly after the I do's. The problem is my wife had nearly zero sex drive. In our 14 months of marriage, we had we averaged two sexual encounters per month. And from my limited knowledge of the menstrual cycle, the wrong times to expect conception. I'm surprisingly okay with my basically celibate marriage, handling my own sex drive manually when needed. 
However, my wife has spent the past year telling every friend, family, and marginal acquaintance that we are trying to have a baby or trying to start a family. On a few occasions, I have privately confronted her that no, we really haven't, but she's better at debate and I usually end up feeling guilty for shaming your <laughs> wife for her low sex drive. Paraphrasing. We have recently begun the process for foster care, which I think is a more viable option for us beginning a family. But last week, she got depressed due to the number of women she knows that are pregnant when she hasn't been blessed with a child. I had a difficult time sympathizing with her because unless she is expecting immaculate conception, what does she think prayer will accomplish? TLDR, wife expects to get pregnant without having sex. I mean, is there just a nice way to suggest, like, maybe let's, um, like, plan our sex better? Not even to say, like, let's have more sex, just like, hey, let's, like, use a tracking app, like, go to the doctor and, like, make sure that we're having sex at the right times. Yeah, like, if you, like, if you're really, like, actually trying to have a baby, like, there are so many books about, like, how to best do that and it doesn't i don't it this also like look i don't understand the allosexuals and i don't have a good grasp on how much they um they have sex (laughs) but the person is like my wife has had nearly zero sex drive we average two sexual encounters per month which like i don't know I wouldn't say that that's nearly celibate, like he's saying. Yeah, that that's that sounds like. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much people normally have sex, especially if it's like their first year of their marriage. Like, I'm sure it's different then than it's going to be like 15 years down the line. But like, I, I that doesn't. Hmm. Hmm. That doesn't seem like a problem to me personally. But to like, me, zero sex drive or nearly zero sex drive would be like. Once or twice a year, maybe. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, we're not getting the full context. Like, maybe, like, it's two sexual encounters a month that he's, like, asking to initiate. Or, like, you know, like, maybe she really does have a low sex drive. But he's saying, from my limited knowledge of the menstrual cycle, the wrong times to expect conception. So if he knows that they are trying for a kid, and if he's the one who's instigating, then maybe he should talk to her to try and do it at the right time so that she could actually get pregnant. Yeah, I just, I feel like if you're really trying to get pregnant, especially when you're like, I feel like in your 30s, it's when it starts getting harder, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't really know how getting pregnant works. But, like, either way, for some people, it's just, like, harder to get pregnant. So you do have to do, like, all of that planning of, like, here are the days we need to have sex, like, at least once. And, like, here's when I'm fertile whenever. Like, I think that, like, I know he said that she's, like, better at debate than him and he feels Mm -hmm. guilty or whatever. But I feel like there's got to be a way to be, like, I don't want to, I'm not saying we need to have more sex. I just think we should have, like, strategic sex, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And, like, he's saying, like, on a few occasions I privately confronted her that no, we really haven't uh, in regards to trying to have a baby. But I don't think confronting her is the answer. I think that's not going to do anything. Yeah, I think the answer is saying, how can we, if you if you do want to, you know, get pregnant and you know have your own biological child with me, like how can we better set ourselves up for that? And like if they if they're going to go the foster care route, wonderful. I think that's great. There are so many kids in foster care who who need people to care for them, and I think that's that's wonderful. Um, 
But, like, if she really does want to get pregnant and have her own child, like, it seems like you're not pulling your weight either, bud. Yeah, it just seems like there's, like, a lack of communication on all sides about, like, like, it almost seems like he secretly is mad about her, quote-unquote, low sex drive. Yeah. And... Well, because also he says, I'm surprisingly okay with my basically celibate marriage. Also, basically celibate, you said two sexual encounters per month. How it's is that basically, basically celibate? celibate? Like, it seems like this is, like, him using this as an excuse. Because if the pregnancy yeah. thing was really a problem, go to a doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, get some books. Be more strategic. Like, yeah. Well, and... I maybe these were the sorts of people who have the like no sex before marriage sort of thing. Um, and so maybe they didn't really know this before they got married, but like if they did have sex before they got married, I feel like he would have known these things about like unless unless something really suddenly changed in her sex drive, it like yeah. shouldn't he have maybe seen this coming to a certain extent? Yeah, it just doesn't... Well, it says, after discussing our future and ages, we stopped using birth control shortly after the I do's, implying that they had been using birth control prior in, yes. in the marriage, but also implying that prior to the marriage they had been using birth control. Yes. It just feels like there's got to be... If pregnancy is your real aim and is the real issue... Mm-hmm. Like, there should be a way to do it, hopefully, without argument. Yeah. I don't know, fam. <sighs> like, I, it's hard without the full context, obviously, for, like, all of these. But I feel yeah. like that's even more, like, are you, yeah. who is, because maybe she is, maybe he does bring these things up rationally and she's just, like, being irrational about it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Okay, so this person says... Um, I think your wife probably says that's happening because it's expected in general that if you get married, that means baby is the next step. The second my cousin got married, the night of actually, everyone was asking when she was having kids. She chose to be child free. I highly doubt your wife thinks she can get pregnant without having sex, but I think the two of you need to talk more clearly about your options. She also might consider talking to a doctor about conceiving and her sex drive. An OP responds and says, a very fair point about expectations. I had noticed that her sex drive actually decreased when we started trying for conception, being marginally higher before hand um i did ask her if she was certain about the baby plan based on her reaction however i was never fully convinced i mean she could be lying because i i have a friend that recently got engaged and she told me that like even wearing your engagement ring in public strangers will be like oh my god congratulations Mm -hmm. like when are you getting married when are you gonna have a baby like strangers so i mean maybe maybe she doesn't actually want to have a child or like a a child born naturally or whatever and she's just kind of like putting that pressure on herself it's possible yeah well this person goes can she ask her doctor if there's anything that can be done for either her low sex drive or artificially inseminating her with your sperm and then this guy says now i feel ashamed i had never considered that there might be a medical cause for her inaction mm-hmm. okay well <laughs> that's now getting we're, a bit, that's getting a bit sticky now we're getting Oh, it's getting bad. Uh, we haven't done three or five. Okay. Give me one. What? Pick a number, three or five. Three. Three. Okay. 
my boyfriend has no sex drive and I don't know what to do. It seems like we kind of really... We really did. We really saved him for the end. We brought them, We brought all of the sex drive ones together. Yeah. Um, okay. <sighs> Let me fly through this once a bit long. My boyfriend, 27 male, has never really had a big sex drive our whole relationship, but it seems so much lower these days. We've been together now for nearly three years and it's gotten worse over time. This is my 23 female first real relationship, so I came in with very little experience. Since this is my first relationship, I sometimes feel like I'm too inexperienced to say, hey, I want more sex, and that if I do say that, it'll make him think I'm just too naive or too sex-focused. However, over the past three years, I have brought up the subject at least three or four times now, and each time his response has been the same. He does take medication that can lower your sex drive, and I understand that, but there have been times when we've gone nearly three months with nothing. And I do understand that three months isn't really that long, and I probably shouldn't complain, but going that long really takes a toll on my mental health. Every time we've talked about it, he always says that he's sorry and that he'll try to do better. And for a few months, he'll make a small effort to try more, but then it dies down again. And to be fair, it's not just on him for going a long time without sex. I don't come on to him as much as I probably should, but it's really hard for me to do that. It's hard for me to come on to him because I feel like if I did, I'd be forcing him to have sex with me or something, which is probably really stupid to think, but I feel like that because of how little he shows interest. The longer it goes without him showing interest, the more I feel like I can't make a move. And I understand that issue has more to do with my own problems than him, but him showing no interest makes these problems worse. Sometimes it gets to the point that whenever I want to have sex with him, it makes me feel gross and like I'm a bad person for wanting it, and so I won't make a move. And this usually will cause me to fall into a depression and feel like I'm not good enough. This situation bothers me so much because my biggest love language is physical touch and intimacy. It's taken me multiple breakdowns over this to realize that I need sex and that the connection that comes with it to feel loved. And I've told him before that I feel unloved sometimes, and his response is, and his, and his response every time is, well, why? I kiss you and hug you and tell you I love you every day, and I do so much for you. Whenever he says that, it leads me to feeling so gross and disgusting for wanting sex. I always think that, well, he's doing everything he thinks he should, so you have no reason to want more. This feels like an endless cycle at this point. This situation also really affects my self-confidence as well. He tells me I'm beautiful and that he loves my body all the time, but we have sex so little that I struggle to believe him when he says it. And once again, I've told him this, and he doesn't seem to understand why I would feel that way if he says stuff like that all the time. I don't know what else to do. At this point, I feel like I can't bring up the conversation with him again, or he'll just think I'm complaining or something. I feel so stuck because I love him so much, but I feel so distant from him, and almost like he's more of a friend that I love rather than a significant other. Any advice is welcome at this point. Should I try and bring it up again and possibly lead to an argument, or should I just leave it and let him come to me for sex when he wants? TLDR, boyfriend doesn't show interest in sex anymore, and it makes me feel unloved. Need advice on how to resolve the situation. This one is genuinely hard. That one is hard because, like, she's being, like, it's not like someone that's like, oh, you asshole. Like, she genuinely seems concerned mm-hmm. about, like, what he wants and making sure that she's not pressuring him. And and she also seems to be very, um, she's, she kind of understands herself in that she's saying, like, I've, I've discovered that, like, I, I do need sex and the connection that comes with it to feel loved. Right. And it's something Which is, that I need. Which is, like, not something that there's nothing wrong with that. Like... Mm -hmm. I like Sarah and I being people that don't necessarily like value sex as highly in relationships. um, That doesn't make people who like, I need to have sex and to like have a relationship. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like that's just different people need different things. So that is tough. If it seems like it's like two Mm -hmm. people who need different things. It almost seems like, like his, love language is almost like words of affirmation telling her like i love you you look so great like and then Mm -hmm. he does all these things for her like maybe he just has like a fundamental misunderstanding as someone who may not need physical touch to feel love like he just 
can't really wrap his head around how someone would need that. Yeah, and it, at first I was like, like, what do you mean that not having sex for three months takes a toll on your mental health? But then when they explained, like, she explains, um, like, why, like, she psychoanalyzed herself. I was like, oh, like, that's super valid. Like, if if that's yeah. your love language. And so, I mean... <laughs> To be honest, I feel like in this situation, it's like, I don't know if this relationship is going to last because you just need different things. Yeah, especially if it's like something that is affecting her that deeply mentally and like making her upset and making her feel guilty or like she's a bad person, which I don't think she is. I feel like she's handling this like very Mm -hmm. well, like Mm -hmm. way better than most people handle this sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, it's hard when she says like oh I love him a lot and like we get along really well and like whatever but this is like the one thing that is very difficult well she said like it kind of feels platonic almost at this point and like someone in the comments is saying like if it's affecting you that much you may just need to move on and find someone with a more compatible love language someone else goes it's okay to need physical affection sex in a relationship there's nothing wrong with you needing this but I doubt there's anything you can do to improve his sex drive this is your first relationship. It won't be your last. It's good to learn that this is something you need in a relationship and can find someone better matched. And you can find someone better matched, I promise. Which, like, I don't know. It's it's hard to it's hard to tell someone this. Like, this person that you clearly love and clearly have a connection to, like, maybe you need to break up because you need different things. But, like, I don't know. She said it already almost feels like a friend more than a significant other. So, like, maybe there is a... a, a relationship they can maintain even if they're not you know dating yeah but i do understand like breaking up with someone by saying like we don't have sex enough however valid that is like that is a tough way to break up with someone like if they're if they get along great if they love each other like if this is like the one thing that kind of like sticks out as like unresolved like Mm -hmm. that is tough yeah i someone um in their replies said that um he said, I saw that some people showed their low libido partners r slash dead bedrooms subreddit, and it helped them understand how the higher libido partner felt. Um, it's ultimately up to him whether he wants to work on things. I think, like, if, like, you you are going to have to be very clear that, like, you know, it's not just we're not having enough sex. Like, it's, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard because, like, I think, you know, he's not just going to, like, increase his libido or, like, how much he wants to have sex. Like he might be more cognizant of like her wanting that. That's not going to change how he intrinsically feels. Right. So right. like that's, yeah. yeah. It's hard. Cause she says like, Oh, I don't want to like come on to him. Cause I feel like he'll think I'm like pressuring him. She doesn't so, want to have non-consensual sex with him. She wants to have consensual sex with him. Right. So I don't know if it'd be a conversation of like, just so you know, like, when I come on to you, like, it's okay to say no, like, you know, yeah, yeah I don't know, that's really tough. Yeah, it's hard. All right, last one. This is titled, is love and sex just not as great as imagined, or am I just not with the right partners? I, 23 female, am starting to feel really disillusioned by love and sex. I know that love stories and porn aren't real or as glamorous, but I thought that I'd still feel a deep love and excitement in the relationship as I would at the thought of it. Like, if you really want a burrito and you get that burrito, it's amazing. But thus far, I've always wanted deep love and sex, but now that I've got it, I feel kind of numb. Like, this is it? This is what all the songs are about? This is what people turn their life upside down and have lethal betrayals over? I don't know. I just get a sense of disappointment. 
And to be honest, one of the things that was keeping me excited for the future and wanting to live life was finding a lover. But I can't tell if I just haven't been with good partners or my expectations were just insanely high. And it'll never be great. I mean, I, like, I feel like the thing about having, like, too high of expectations, I understand that. Because even I, in, like, a long-term relationship, sometimes I'll see, like, couples on social media or, like, videos about, like, oh, I, like, blah, 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 this with my boyfriend, and I'm, like, oh, like, it seems like their relationship is, like, way more, like, lovey-dovey or way more whatever than mine. Like, is there something wrong with mine? Like, I feel like that's a pretty valid thing of, like, having your expectations let down if you're, like, always, like, watching romantic movies or, like, reading books or whatever. Like, it's not really Mm -hmm. like that. (laughs) Or, like, if you think that you want the, you know you see all, like, the PDA and, like, whatever, and then, like, you get into it and you're like, actually, I'm not really comfortable with PDA. Like, I mean, that's just not how your relationships are going to look, you know? Um, I, to me, I look at this and I'm like, there's definitely an A-spec. Yeah. This, to me, screams A-spec. Everyone in the comments, uh, like, this person's like, um... I saw an update to a question like this once. It was about a year later. Poster said, never mind, I'm just gay or something like that. Point being, if you aren't happy with the people you're with, maybe you're with the wrong people, broaden your options. Um, And then someone was like, you just haven't found your person yet. And it's like, that could be true, but like, no one's mentioning the ace back. Yeah, it's hard because I feel like, like, it could be true that they haven't met the right person. But also, like, I do very much get, like, Arrow vibes Mm-hmm. from a bit of like saying they like feel numb to it or like this isn't really like what yeah I don't know it's hard because like her saying like oh this is the thing that like people turn their lives around for like do whatever for I mean it is hard when there's such a societal expectation of like this is everything and then you eventually find out like it's not whether you're a spec or not that can be a pretty jarring thing but well, and this person says, you sound like a super romantic, but it sounds like maybe how you conceptualize love and passion is really rooted in high drama. You want big feelings and to be overwhelmed with the power of it. That does happen, but that's not always how it happens. Um, and then they went on to talk about things, which is like, that's also a good point. Yeah. Kind of going back to what you were originally saying. Yeah, it's hard because I feel like there could be a lot of things happening, being A-spec included. And that's something I feel like I wish someone commented because i feel like it's a good thing to consider part of me is just like should i comment i don't have an account i'm not gonna make one just for this i mean everyone Do you want to make one just for this i have an account somewhere but i like make a sounds fake reddit account it sounds like a lot of work we'll put maybe y'all can find this and you all can comment yeah i think this this reads a super a spec to me it doesn't necessarily have to be a spec but there's the vibes are strong. And I will bully Kayla into using her account to post about that. I don't know about that. Cool. That was it. Fun. That's all I've got. Yeah, I was actually, like, really surprised on how easy it was to find stuff that could be, like, directly connected to A-spec issues. Yeah. Because I felt like that, like, a lot of them really were kind of about that. Because, like, a lot of the the, like, people have different understandings and different expectations as to what romance and sex are supposed to be. And, like, that's a super universal thing, whether you're A-spec or not. Um, Yeah, I feel like people forget about that a lot of, like, even though there's, like, this whole societal, like, 
script of like what sex and romance look like, people still have like very different views on it. And even in aloe relationships, that can be like something that's very difficult to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. So that's what we've got. Uh, Kayla, what's our poll for this week? Oh. Oh, no. Do you trust Reddit to give you relationship advice? Everyone's going to say no. I mean, there was some good advice in there. Oh, sure. I mean, I do think Reddit can give good advice. I feel like a lot of the comments sounded very good. But, like, I feel like my knee-jerk reaction to, like, does Reddit give good advice would be, like, absolutely not. Basically, you're just asking strangers for advice, and I don't ever trust strangers to give me advice. That's fair. Why are the aloes like this? Open-ended. Um, maybe, like, the first one we did with the guy, like, mad at how many people that his mm-hmm. fiance had slept with, we can just be like, who, who is actually in the wrong here? Is it the guy, or is it the lady, or is it no one, or everyone? Yeah, I feel like not a lot of people are going to say the lady, but, like, I mean, she did lie about how many people she'd had sex with. I mean, yeah. Or at least misled him. Yeah, which is, like, you know, lying isn't great, but, you know. Yeah. Okay, sure. Kayla, what's your beef in your juice this week? Um. I have a beef. Can I do my beef? Yeah. My beef is that I have one of those, like, really deep zits that, like, you can't see, Mm. but you can feel. And you know where it is? It's in my lip. That does not sound good. And it's not like right above my lip. Like it's in my like like when I when I put lip balm on, it hurts. That sounds incredibly painful. But it's like not advanced enough that I can do anything about it. Um, and that's my beef. (laughs) Yeah, that's not my juice. Is I I finished Loki last night on Disney Plus. Um. People have thoughts. I don't know that. Um, I'm kind of curious as to what people think my thoughts are going to be. Um, I know. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil things. I feel like your thoughts are probably that you like don't care. My thoughts are sort of along those lines. Okay. But we can go into this at a later time, maybe when we've passed the two week uh, spoiler line whatever whatever the thing okay um uh okay oh wait you haven't (laughs) i was just gonna let you keep going um my beef is that like people demisexuality has been getting a lot of press recently uh Mm. has not been done justice no no one seems to decide to consult an actual demisexual person but i'm like so exhausted by it that i like am not I haven't really, like, commented on it, like, on our socials or anything, which makes me feel like a bad activist, but it's also, like, not great for my health to, like, keep reading these articles and talking about it, so... You know what the most important thing in being a good activist is? No. Taking care of yourself. You cannot be a good activist if you don't take care of your own self and your own mental health, and sometimes that means not diving into some of the bullshit i know it's just like for one i know it's like good to talk about this kind of stuff but for two i'm like everyone's focusing on aspect stuff right now what a great time for us to get clout and more listeners and stuff so it's just like anyway fuck the clout i know but also we need it to stay live but anyway um 
We have enough clout to stay alive unless people just suddenly started, unless we got canceled. Hashtag sounds fake, but okay is over party. Ugh, don't do that. <laughs> um, anyway, that's my beef. It's a whole thing. Um, my juice is I got a new phone and I have face ID now, which means I can do like the emoji where you send people a video of mm-hmm. you doing emoji when you're talking. So me and Sarah have been having a debate about some podcast business. Having- a business conversation exclusively through Memoji videos. Yes, we have been having, yes. I was a dinosaur, I was a unicorn, you were an octopus, you were a cow. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the alien one because you can like puff up mm-hmm. your cheeks really big, which I think is funny. Yeah, I tried the giraffe, but it really wasn't very um, expressive was the word. I was the giraffe about. isn't very great. But anyway, that's been um, fun. And that's the only way that I now will talk to anyone is through Memoji. Yeah. So. Good. All right. Um, if you want to tell us about your beef, your juice, your favorite Memoji, you can find us on social media at SoundsFakePod. Uh, follow us so that we can have 6,002 followers on Twitter. Our $5 patrons... Oh, we also have a Patreon. That's right. <laughs> we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash pod for those of you who want to support us financially. If you're able, we would be very grateful. Our $5 patrons who are being promoted this week are Emily M., Elizabeth Wheeler, FNASFs, our fave FNASFs, Melissa Kaufman, and Byron Rosnack. Uh, you're all great. Uh, you're all equally as great, even if you're not you don't all have as fun of names to say as finasps. Our $10 patrons who are promoting things this week are Anonymous, who would like to promote Halloween, my Aunt Jeannie, who would like to promote Christopher's Haven, and Cass, who would like to promote the best of luck on the journey to self-identification. Our other $10 patrons are Arknitz, Benjamin Ibarra, Doug Rice, H. Valdez, Barefoot Backpacker, The Steve, R.E.K., Maddie, Derek and Carissa, Kadir, Potato, Changeling MX, David J., This Debbie Tech, Simona Simon, and Rosie Costello. And we have two new $10 patrons. They are Hector Mario, who would like to promote friends that are supportive, constructive, and help you grow as a better person, for they will provide you with the tools to do the same with them and everyone you care for. What a great thing to promote, but it also makes me grateful that we're not doing everyone's promotions, because that would take a long time for me to read every week. But you're right, Hector. And also Jay, who would like to promote their podcast, Outcast, that is out underscore cast. Thank you, both of you, for joining the party. We are very grateful. Our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, NathanielJWaitDesigns.com, my mom Julie, who would like to promote free mom hugs, Sarah Jones, who's at Eternal Lolly Everywhere, Andy A, who would like to promote being in unions in the IWW, Martin Giselle, who would like to promote his podcast, Everyone's Special and No One Is, Layla, who would like to promote Love is Love, also applying to Arrow People, Shrubbery, who would like to promote The Planet Earth, Thea Chappelle, who would like to promote Twitch.tv slash Melody Dia, Sharada J. Brown, Meg Kapabla, who would like to promote Their Dogs, Maya, Mi- nope, Leia, Minnie, and Loki. Loki. Okay. Andrew Hillam, who would like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast, and Dragonfly, who would like to promote uh, suddenly feeling very warm. I also feel very warm right now. I don't, I, is it because I'm going fast? I don't know what it is. Actually, I don't think Dragonfly wants to promote that. They just want to bring visibility to it, you know. Um, our $20 patrons are Sarah T, who would like to promote long walks outside, and Hum Hum of Spades, who would like to promote getting enough vitamin D and never telling me how to say their names, so that I keep saying Hum Hum of Spades. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cow.